episode 194 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Almost Spring Break Janelle. That's right. And if all goes well, I'll have this edited and out before we go on spring break. But if not, it'll be while we're on spring break. Yay! We'll see. We'll see what happens here. I'm so excited. There's so much to do between now and then. We'll get it done. You say that. You always say that. But there's not enough time. Now the internet's down, so I can't do any of my internet stuff. (laughs) What's going on? I know. And we looked in the bulletin. And uh, on Facebook, our community group, and there's there's nothing. Maybe it's because no one can post about it because the internet's down. They have smartphones, although my phone's not working well either. Yeah, because everyone rushed to their phone to find out about the internet situation. Oh, well. I'm going to say this up front, and we'll see how it works out. We're going to make a a little bit shorter episode, so hopefully I will have time to edit it all. Yeah. Those of you who clicked on this will know up front whether or not I was right and whether it's shorter than usual, longer, or about the same. (laughs) We'll see. In the interest of time, we should jump straight into the news. Please rate and review us on wherever you listen to our podcast. You can email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com like one of our listeners did this week. You can Instagram message us at mandarinorangeshow. You can tweet at us at Mandarin Orange. You can TikTok at us at Mandarin Orange Show. Uh, we also have a Facebook page and group. I did successfully share. I saw that. A post that I was going to message to you. I saw that. You did it. And then I just did it in the group. Yes. We've had some good action in the group this week. Yes. And I made a pod chaser. You're on pod chaser I now. Am. But then when I tried to, like, verify my account, it didn't work. But Keith still found me and followed me. Yeah, and I followed you. And you followed me, so I don't know. I think you did. I think you're on it. I'll figure it out. We also... Don't we have a YouTube channel, too? Yeah, we do. We should probably, like, mention that sometimes. Yeah. Watch our YouTube channel. Because that's where we have our videos of our Mandarian Orange Show lives... Actually, just Mandarian Orange Live. That's not... I said it wrong. Mm-hmm. And we are going to do another Mandarian Orange Live coming up on our vacation. Yes. And we're going to get some things ready for our 200th episode coming up soon. What we decided is it's probably not practical for us to do a whole episode on our sh- on our vacation but the live is pretty quick and easy to do. Yeah. So we'll probably do that. Kind of like we did on the Thanksgiving one. Yeah, we'll you it. never know. Never know when it's going to be, but sometime over the next couple of weeks, we're going to do one. So keep an eye out on Facebook mm-hmm. for it. And maybe no one will join us because we're not announcing it and it's on spring break. And maybe we'll have a ton of people. But one way or another, if you don't see it, you can always watch it later on on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook page. Exactly. And that's Facebook Live is how we do those, so... Speaking of Facebook Live, I also have done another, well, we've been doing Potvox Presents, as we said. Just this last weekend, we did another Potvox Presents, this time with Jeff L. Bell of Ping, and it was really fun. He had his daughter come on and sing with him, Mm -hmm. got to see a fun music video, got to have some good chat, 
I got to talk some like good music nerd stuff with him, so that was fun. Yes. It's pretty great. What did you think of Jeff Elbow? I love Jeff Elbow. And it was so fun. His daughter got off work at the grocery store and sang a song with him. She got there like just in time to sing. So cute and so talented. And he's just a cool dude. So you can find all of the past Popvox Presents at our Facebook page for Popvox Music or on our YouTube channel, Popvox Music YouTube channel. Coming up next, we're not doing any more for this month. We're taking a little break over spring break, but we'll be back with Jesse Norell on 4-23, April 23rd. So keep an eye out for that. And then after that, Candace Coker on the 14th of May and The Spivvies on May 21st. Yay! Very exciting. In other personal news, I found another, yet another What number is this for you? I think this is eight now. Eight out of twelve. I think there's I think I have eight and there's four left, that means so. That's pretty good. I thought we'd have to show them to you before Audrey went to college. Well, this is less than a year since the last one. Yeah. If I can find them all before Father's Day, do I get another twelve? Mm, I don't know. I like it. It's fun. I know, but then I have to like redo the idea like you did, and I don't know if Just I can do it the same way. It's great. Anyways, this is the one, guys. The one he has come close to six times. I've videoed him in this place. I'm unaware that you were doing that. Yes. And he actually found it when I wasn't with him. I was in the backyard. So where did you find it? Well, we did a bunch of yard work this last weekend, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about in just a second. But in the process of doing that, I had to go get some tools out of the toolbox, and it was in my toolbox. Yay! Which does seem to say that I don't use my tools that much. But it as was you said, hidden. it was like way in the back, and I was trying to find wire cutters, which I hadn't used in a long time. So they were like in the way back of the drawer. And so when I dug down in the back of it, that's when I found it. So I have gone in the toolbox a number of times. I might not tool as much as the average guy, but I tool, you know, pretty often. I know, like, where two of the the remaining four are off the top of my head. But luckily, I wrote down That's good. in my notes where the remaining ones are. I just had an idea about where some of the rest might be. What's your idea? Well, I don't want to say it, because then you'll, like, give it away. No, I won't. Yeah, you're not as good of a poker face as you think. You are so not telling... <laughs> Telling what? That's that's not... I don't want to call you, like, you say you're lying, because it's not really lying, but I have a wonderful poker face. Well, you have a wonderful face for all things. But just don't look at me and tell me. All right, I think... I haven't looked in the drawers that I have, like, all our toys-to-life things in a little while. Luke's been playing Mm, in there. That's an interesting idea. But I haven't looked in there. Oh, I'm right. I can tell by the tone of your voice. I guess we'll see. In the future. Future Future. events such as these will affect us in the future, for that is where we will spend the the rest rest of of our our lives. lives. Plan 9 from outer space. We are all interested in the future, for that is where we will spend the rest of our lives. Okay, so we also did some yard work. Yeah, we planted the two trees. Not the one that we've had the longest that you rescued. I know, it's still in a pot on the lawn. But the two new ones are in the ground. They're in the ground. It's a, it's a lot of work. It, it took a lot of preparation, 
had to clear the space, had to wind up having to repair several of the pipes that run for the drip line back there. So many. So much extra work that we weren't aware of, but we got it all in there, and those ones are all set and good to go. Hopefully, before we go, I might have time to get the other one in the ground. You're we'll not going to have time to get the other one in the ground. We'll see. You have so much to do. I have so much to do. I know. It's been out of the ground for years. What's another two weeks going to do? Because this is the perfect time. It's springtime. This is when it's like the best going to be doing its most, the biggest growth. So it'll have a great chance to get its roots in the ground. But you have to dig up the, the drip line, you said. No, the drip line's already exposed. I just have to like run a new line from it. That's all. I just don't think you should make any promises to our listeners or I didn't, the tree. I said, I'll see, hopefully. I don't <laughs> think that constitutes a promise to say, I think I will try to get it in there. I'll see. Okay, hopefully you it heard it here. He didn't promise. I didn't so promise. So if it doesn't get done, oh well. That's right. And that's pretty much it. Like Our weeks have been just getting ready to go for our trip. Aside from, we did play more video games some this week. Oh my gosh. Kingdom, Two Crowns is so fun. And I can't get enough of it. I'm so excited because we've almost beaten the game. We're on the final island of the original version of the game. Yeah, I'm so excited that there's more versions we can play together. There are. Because I love playing games with you. I love playing games with you. Should we bring that on our trip? that one of the games we're bringing well is it a disc no it's a cartridge like all the other <laughs> switch games i thought it was online well it can be but we also have a physical version of it well i mean we are kind of really into it but we've almost beaten it well but there's other versions on it oh on the one yeah cartridge. so we have the one cartridge that has the original game plus it's got like four or five different versions of the, the multiplayer. Yes, game. definitely. Can yeah. that be one of the eight games we bring? Well, here's the deal. So I got this eight cartridge game holder thing from Nintendo. There's four of us. So each of us will get to pick two games. Okay. Plus whatever games are in the systems, you know. Okay. And the game in our system is going to be Mario Kart. That's the given because all the new levels are coming out for Mario Kart while we're on. That's break. what I was going to say. If nobody picked that. That was my that's going to be the, the one that's in the system. And then the kids will have ones in their system. So you get to pick two games. So if one of them is Kingdom, that's okay. How is that any different than my CD sleeves? It's not. It's just that we got a rental car for this trip, and it's a lot smaller. It has a pretty small trunk space. The car itself is big. I got like a full-size car and the trunk is like teeny tiny, but I think it's because it's a hybrid. Yeah, which which is going to be nice for gas prices. That'll be nice for right now. And I think like for some reason there's a bunch of mechanics in the trunk. Yeah, because like it looks like it's pretty big, but then in there there's like all kinds of space blocked off (laughs) for whatever machinery as, as hybrid needs i guess so weird there's plenty of room for us in the cab of the car like that's yeah, not a problem that'll be great but it's it's tight so in order to condense a little bit we're gonna do that and we might have to do laundry we might but hopefully we can stretch it we'll see how stinky we can get it's gonna be chilly it is although it's gonna be warmer at the end of our trip we're starting to see like you know the weather forecast a little bit further out and uh Okay, well, maybe we'll have to do a little laundry. We'll see. We'll look at that later on. Yeah. 
anyway, other than that, it's just been getting ready. So I think that's it for our news. Is that correct, Janelle? I think that is correct. Okay. Then we're going to move right along. And we've got listener mail. You got mail. Okay. It's listener mail time. So... Those of you who are regular listeners to the show know that last week we had a great letter from Aaron, and we requested some follow-up from his email from last time. can't wait to hear the story. And he acquiesced to our request. And so we've got another listener mail from Aaron. This is, again, like we mentioned, Aaron wrote to us at mandarianorangeshow at gmail.com. And you guys who are also listening to the show can always do that if you've got something to chime in with. Let us know your thoughts. Tell us a good story. Whatever it is, email us. We're here. All right. For you to listen. (laughs) Okay. Aaron writes, Samsung follow-up. Remember last time he told us not to get a Samsung refrigerator? And we wanted to know why. He said, it's not that exciting of a story, but here goes. We replaced our appliances in our last house with a Samsung fridge and stove. After the warranty ended, the fridge started creating a pool of water every few days. There was a design flaw with the condenser that would freeze up and then flood your refrigerator. You could fix it by unplugging your refrigerator for a few days and let it thaw out, or take it apart and use a heat gun to thaw it out. And neither of those are good options. You have to unplug your fridge every few days. It would start doing it again in three or four months. I started reading online and it was a very common flaw that tons of people experienced. Once I started reading about their fridges, it seemed like everyone complained about them. We had another appliance delivered to our new house, and the delivery guy just casually said, Lucky this fridge is not a Samsung. Everyone hates those. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so real quick, that's totally what our fridge is doing now with the dripping in the back. I mean, it might be a little different. It sounds like ours is more slowly dripping. So all you got to do is put a bowl in the back of the fridge. Let it let it catch the drips, empty it out every few days. Yeah, but see, he said it, it floods ice. the refrigerator with a pool of water, whereas this is a, it's a slow slug. drip that takes, like, several days to fill up a small bowl. So it's enough that it's worth catching so it doesn't get all full in the bottom of the fridge, but it's probably less than this. And that's after having it for, like, 19 years or whatever. Yeah. So not, like, right after they got it delivered, you know. But anyway, he says, I loved our Samsung stove. I have two Samsung TVs and a Samsung phone. Yeah, because we were saying we have a Samsung TV. That's fine. Our TV is great. These have all been great, but I would not buy another (laughs) Samsung fridge without some very strong real reviews. Maybe if Consumer Reports told me it was good. You want it to last a while and you don't want to trade your freezer spatula for a heat gun. (laughs) 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 Have a great time on your upcoming trip, Aaron. That is fantastic, and, and we good will advice. follow your advice. No Samsung. Because that's the kind of thing, too, where it would be like, oh, Samsung, that's a good brand. Yeah, let's get that one. You know, like if you didn't know, sounds like something you know. You know something that I've always dreamed of on a fridge? What have you always dreamed of on a fridge? I want a little, a little water thing where I could just put a cup. I think I'd drink more water. We've never had that. It's never been a thing we've had. Well, because we've had the same fridge the entire time we've been married. And we have a married. little, like, thing in the back that you can hook it up, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a, it's, there's a thing, a water tube that runs right to it. It would just be so exciting to have a water spout. All right. And what if it makes ice, too? What if it does? Ice and water? I would be, like, so hydrated. I don't know, like... so healthy for me. We... uh, Have you even started looking at them? Like, you got I have not started to look because I don't want to find an amazing deal, and then we're leaving on our trip. That's true, and then you'll feel sad about it. And then I'll be sad. It's just better for me. That's how I am about travel deals, too. If If I can't travel, like, for a while... Like... During the pandemic, I turned off like all my like travel notifications yeah, and you didn't everything because I I didn't even want to know, um, and I've slowly started to turn them back on. Well, we'll have to look and see because I mean I'm not definitely not opposed to that, and I don't know it was probably a cheaper way to go when we got it 19 years ago. Well, without I'm that. pretty sure we just were like, okay, this will do, but. You know, I mean, and also, I think your grandparents bought it for us. They did, and we didn't want to be like we want this fancy. Yeah, we went for the most economical one that would like fit our needs because it was a gift. So, and that was a cool gift. So you don't want to like be rude about it. But you know, unless it's like incredibly way more expensive, I don't see why not. I'm so excited! I'm gonna. I want you to be hydrated. Water spout. That'd be nice. Then I wouldn't have to, like, keep all my, like, because I always, like, drink a water bottle and then fill it up and put it in my little spot in the mm-hmm. fridge, like we said. But I wouldn't need to do that no. if I could just get a glass of water that was cold. No. I'm I'm very excited about this. Because there's nothing wrong with our tap water, but it's not, like, it's kind of lukewarm when it comes out, you yeah, know? It's you not very chill. I like it to be water. cold. But if it came out of the fridge, I'd be fine. So exciting. All right. Well, thank you, Aaron, for giving a follow-up to that because we were curious. And thanks for writing to us at MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com. Make sure all you other listeners out there know that you, too, can write to us. Tell us about your favorite fridge brands. (laughs) Do you have an ice maker or a water spout? Or what other features does your fridge contain? We'd like to know. Do you have a skinny door freezer? Does anyone else have a skinny door freezer out there? (laughs) Let us know. So many fridge-related questions. Let's hear it. All right. Well, it's now time to hear about movie time. Movie time. We did watch some movies this week. We did. We watched two movies uh, on streaming. This drives me crazy, by the way. When, like, they talk about movies coming out, they'll say it's coming out, you know, used to say, now available on VHS, and then it was now available on DVD, now available on Blu-ray. That all makes sense, right? The Mm -hmm. media is on those things. But recently, when a movie comes out and it's available digitally, they say, now available on digital, (laughs) which is not correctly. It's either now available digitally, or you could say now available on digital platforms, (laughs) But it's not available on, on digital. digital. Digital is not a platform. Stop trying to make fetch happen. That would be like instead of saying VHS, if you said now available on magnetic. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's funny. Anyway, yeah, that drives me crazy. So if you're out there and you work at a place that, you know, releases things digitally, stop it. Stop, stop saying it. on digital. That's incorrect. 
Because and it's also it'll say on, now available on DVD and digital. Right. So they're mixing the way that they're. Yeah, oh, it's the worst. It's... Okay. That being said, we watched some stuff digitally this week. First up, we watched the third Fantastic Four movie. Well, the third that was widely released, which was the 2015 one directed by Josh Trank, I think. And it's got Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller, et cetera, et cetera. Did we talk about the rise of the Silver Surfer last week? Yes, we talked about that last week and how those two were pretty bad. And then I was like, why are we going to waste our time on this third one? But I was like, we've got to because Multiverse of Madness is coming out. We don't want to miss it. And... In case there's a reference. So we watched it and it wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't that good, but it it was was, the best of the three. It was. It was better than those other two. Like, watching them back to back now with, like, you know, because when I saw this one, the third one, the, you know, the newest one, I watched it on the airplane somewhere. I was bored. It's kind of dark lighting, and it just did not hold my attention. But I also hadn't seen the other Fantastic Four ones from earlier with the Chris Mm -hmm. Evans ones in, like, since they came out. Yeah. And watching them all back to back, it's not a good movie, but it's better than the other two. Yeah. And that's kind of crazy. I didn't, right. I, I expected it to be utter garbage, and it was only mostly bad. I wasn't bored out of my mind. So. No, and I would say this. I think the first, I don't know, half an hour, 40 minutes of it was like really good. Yeah. In fact, for a while, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really good. What, why I got did I bored at the end battle. It, it is really weirdly paced. Like they spend a lot of time on the backstory and they don't actually get their powers and do anything with it until like really far in the movie. And in fact, we paused to like, I don't know, somebody had to go to the bathroom or whatever when there was like 20 minutes left in the movie and they hadn't actually like had a <laughs> battle and hadn't done anything with their powers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's only 20 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> they haven't done anything yet. It's all build up. Build up, build up. But the backstory part was really good. I think if they, like, edited it differently. And then the final battle was dumb. Like, Doctor Doom was really ugly looking. And also, his motivation was really weird. I guess, spoiler alert, if you care. But his whole thing was they left him abandoned on this, you know, planet in another dimension for a year or whatever. And then when they finally get back to him, he's all... You would think, like, his motivation would be, I want revenge on the Fantastic Four for deserting me. But no, what he wants is to turn the whole world into a desolate rock like he's where he's been living. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. It really didn't make any sense. It was, it was not, that part was not good. But, but by that con- leaves, like, room open. We still need a good Fantastic Four. Oh, we do. And I think we're going to get one. But it's kind of crazy to me. That they that was better than the other two. Yeah. Well, it came out in 2015, you said? Yeah, that was 2015. So, you know, even bad superhero movies have had a lot of good examples at this point. It also, I think the effects looked a lot better. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's only fair because of time. But also, the one that, the one earlier ones looked worse than the time they came out, I think. Anyway, I don't. I, I, it was, it was a pleasant surprise. It was still not good. It was still not better than almost any Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Yeah, 
maybe better than the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe not. It's probably about on that level for me. And what else did we watch? So then we're still working on this, you know, extended Marvel universe because, again, we want to have everything fresh in our mind for when Multiverse of Madness happens. Because who knows what stuff is going to happen in there. And it could be anything. Maybe none of these will pop in there. But after Spider-Man, like, anything is game. So we started watching the X-Men series. It was so good. We just watched the first one. Yeah. How long has it been since you watched that? years so many years although i'm very familiar with it like i knew what was coming so i've seen it enough times we have been on we have DVD. a dvd i've seen it multiple times i've seen it since we saw it in the movie theater for sure okay so one other movie we watched i almost forgot about this but our kids keep us up today that's right we watched uh the new pixar movie on disney plus called turning red And we weren't that excited to see it from the preview. It just wasn't... I feel like the last couple of Disney previews, because that one and Encanto both... We're like, eh... They just... I don't know. The trailer just didn't grab me for whatever reason. It looked fine. Like, I wasn't like, oh, this looks terrible. But it just was like, okay. It's one of those things, too, where I feel like both of them... I felt like I knew everything that was going to happen. Like, it kind of gave everything away, almost. Yeah. But it didn't. It was great. I really liked it. It was really good. And it told a lot of, like, really, like, important stories and represented stuff that is not often represented, which I thought was great. It was so good. And I loved the whole, like, puberty thing for girls. Oh, my gosh. the connections to that. And trying to be perfect. It's just very it relatable. And I feel like there's sort of a lack of empathy amongst some people in our <laughs> society. And I hope people can get past it. Obviously, you don't have to like a movie just because it's about something different than you. But I hope people would understand. And we've seen this. If you've read about the reviews at all, there's been sort of like a backlash from a certain population of people that's like, oh, this was written. It's about a a person of Asian descent who lives in Canada who happens to be a teenage girl going through puberty and like, oh, it's nothing for me. I'm not the audience for this blah blah. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going through puberty anymore, but I still related to right. it. <laughs> and more than that, even if there's nothing on screen that you relate to in any way, shape, or form. As humans, we should have empathy to look and see from other people's perspectives. It's one of the great things about reading and movies and storytelling in general. You can hear other people's stories. You see other perspectives. You feel what they're going through. And, you know, this is a great peek into a different perspective on life. And if you can't look at life through other people's perspective and you can't, like, allow yourself to think about what other people might go through, I think that's... You might lack empathy. That's... Part of the problem that we deal with in our modern society. People only think about how it affects themselves and not how other people are feeling and what other people might be going through. Well, over the course of the last couple of years, we've been trained on how to teach like social emotional learning. We have to do it every day. And that's like the biggest piece we push is empathy. Like, we learn all sorts of ways to be empathetic and all these different scenarios, and we practice because society has become so unempathetic (laughs) that 
we need to like get back to the basics of treating people kindly and putting yourself in other people's shoes. Like, come on. So. So I really liked it. I thought it was really, really good. It was so good. Loved it. So watch it. (laughs) And that's it for movie time. Okay, well, we better do Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. One of my my things, if I wake up early enough, is I make myself a little brekkie. And I sit down and have some alone time. Have the, the new couch in the house to myself. <laughs> and I've been watching very short segments of television shows but you know over all the days i work it right. ends up so the first thing i watched was emily in paris season two and if you haven't seen the weekend update with that football player guy on snl re- recently where he oh, does a yeah. whole monologue on emily in paris that season was pretty two, funny uh you should watch that because that was funny but um, Emily in Paris season two was great. It makes me really want to go to Paris. We had tickets. And um, Champagne, because they did shoot some of it in Champagne, France. And it's just delightful. Other than that, it's like a teen drama, like 90210. Like, it's not like deep writing. And... I'm not sure if Emily is a very likable person. (laughs) Hmm. In fact, like, I heard on another podcast I was listening to, like, the producer chimed in that Emily was, like, a horrible human being. And I kind of have to agree. But sometimes that's an okay, like... You don't have to like every character as long as the character is entertainingly depicted. She is entertaining. Michael so. Scott is not a great guy. No, but he's but delightful. We watched seven seasons of him. Yeah. Was it seven? Did he leave at the end of six? Uh, I think seven. That makes. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure. Once they start talking to the camera crew, I <laughs> stop counting. So. Well, I put that in the group. I know you did. That was good. So, if you like those kind of like teen drama type shows, you will like the adult version of Emily in Paris. Um, And I also just started Love is Blind season two, which this I binge watched in the cabin in the woods in the first days of the pandemic. That's right. And I've been holding off on season two just because I wanted it to be close to spring break so I could binge watch it. But I watched the first episode and I was like bawling already. Like, oh my gosh, it's such a good reality show. I don't know how you handle it. They, like, talk to walls and they can't see each other. And they, like, propose and say they're going to get married just based on talking to each other. I get it. I just don't want to ever have to watch it. Like, I'm all for falling in love with a person's person as opposed to their physical appearance (laughs) it doesn't mean i want to watch a show about it it was it's exceptional and then there is this one guy shane who got confused at what girl he was talking to because one girl he always like asks what she's wearing and she like explains it in great detail about her crop tops and the other girl he has like cerebral conversations with 
but he got the cerebral girl confused with crop top. And he's like, what are you wearing? She's like, what? And he's like, oh, this isn't blah, blah, blah. And then, like, got all mad and they broke up. Oh, my gosh. Through the wall. Oh, it's my fantastic. gosh. So I'll be binge watching that when I wake up earlier than every. It takes me a while to adjust to spring yeah. break time. And then right so, at the end, when you have to go back. Yeah, then I'm all thrown off schedule. It's wonderful. Speaking of that, how do you feel about them getting rid of or potentially getting rid of daylight savings time? This might have been the last time we change our clocks. I just think it's funny. That's what everybody agrees on. Yeah, there's so many <laughs> issues in the world, like healthcare and war and you know racism and voting rights and the only thing they can agree on is whether or not we should change our clocks twice a year Mm -hmm. i mean i guess i'm glad people can agree on something but but come on i love falling back yeah it's like a it's like an extra hour it's tradition right i like it we don't like change. And then everyone goes like, oh, it's because of the farmers 100 years ago. It doesn't apply to us. Now, who cares? It's fun. It's interesting. You get a good excuse for being late for a little while, depending on, <laughs> you know, how you can manipulate that. It's it's fun. I, I will miss it if it goes through, which it looks like it will, but I will miss it. I'll have no excuse for my clocks being all off. People will lose the ability. It's going to affect people's cognitive abilities because yeah, once, twice a year, how. you have to figure out how to reprogram the clocks in your car mm-hmm. or on your stove or whatever. And now that we won't have to challenge our brains to do that, we're slowly slipping into a, an increasingly dumber society. It's true. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for our future generations who aren't challenged with that. Yeah, anymore. like I. Was very concerned in that the school that I work at now only has digital clocks. That's crazy. Like, no analog clocks in sight. That's like how every kid learns how to tell time. Yeah. Is like, it's like, okay, I know what time I get to go home. It's when so this points at that. Right. That's how you learn. If you just have to look at the numbers, it doesn't tell you. That's no, learning. No, I, I think... That if I were designing a school, I would have modernized everything else, but stuck with the analog clock. Because, come on. That's the only way. I That's the only way I learned how to tell time. Like, I was like, when is lunch? When is recess? I memorized when the hands were where they needed to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's how you learn. That's the only reason. So, And while we're at it, you know, they're not teaching kids cursive anymore at some schools. We should go back to that, because how are kids going to know how to read old cursive? And how about these telephones? Let's get back to the telegraph. People aren't going to even know how to do Morse code anymore. And they didn't recognize my Ren and Stimpy socks on Crazy Sock Day. (sighs) What is this world coming to? (laughs) Can we get a rocking chair out on our porch now? (sighs) Okay, so one more thing that I don't watch in the morning. I watch it live. Because I don't want to miss a single detail or be spoiled is The Bachelor. After all that effort to derail you from reality TV. finished the season last night. And they kept saying it's the most dramatic season ever. Most dramatic. It was the most dramatic season ever. Was it? It was phenomenal. Did you find out who the new Bachelor is? Well... 
it's Bachelorette now. Okay. Did you find out who the new Bachelorette is? This is crazy. Is this a spoiler if people it's don't know? It's a spoiler. So, well, I'm sure you'll know. If they don't know, I'm just saying it's okay. fair to say. It's fair. But the new Bachelorette is actually two. They're doing their first double Bachelorette season. Have they done a double Bachelor season? They have done where there were two guys the first night and the girls voted who they wanted to be the Bachelor. This one, (laughs) they did that with the Bachelorette season two. But this, they said they are going to do the first double Bachelorette and they're going to, we don't know how it's going to work. Are they going to date the same guys? I think the first night the guys are going to have to commit to who they are going to date. But I'm sure that'll be bring drama. This is brought to you by the Herpes Council. But <laughs> anyways, the reason there's two bachelorettes is because this last bachelor broke up with... Well, first of all, he told them he loved them both. And then he broke up with them together. Like, didn't even, like, take them aside individually. Broke up with them together. Like, oh my gosh. It's going to be phenomenal to see two bachelorettes. So both the of the time. ones that got broken up with are the new bachelorettes? Yes. And it was, like, mind-blowing because that's, like, never been a simultaneous. They did it in Australia or New Zealand. I can't remember which one, and I didn't have access to the season. So they did two bachelorettes. It's like reality TV overload. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. But guess what, guys? It's not going to premiere till July 11th. What are you even going to do? Usually Bachelorette's on in May, but I guess with the double Bachelorettes, it's going to take longer to film. What are you even going to do? And then we're going to go on a backpack and you won't be able to watch it. Oh my gosh, you're right. I know, Just this for a is week, crazy. Though. You'll miss a week. It's okay. So that's what I've been watching. <sighs> Have you been watching anything during your alone time when I go to sleep and the kids go to sleep? I'm trying to get stuff done. I, I sometimes will watch a YouTube video or something, but like, yeah, you're more of a YouTuber. Not always. It's just like you know, you guys go to bed. I've got a few minutes. Where I'm gonna stay up a little bit later. I've got stuff I want to get done, but I want to just like decompress. But if I sit and watch like a show. I'll get sucked into, like, watching a show. So I'll find, you know, like, whatever the quick news recap from, like, whatever, you know, comedian. Like, I don't watch, like, the real yeah. news. But, you know, like a talk show host guy or or whatever. Yeah. Some little, like, snippet of something like that. Bat. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta get this stuff done. So that's that's more my speed. Not because I don't like the other stuff, but I've only got so many hours in the day. No, my friend Lori recommended Ozark but then I asked her some questions about it and it sounds like my most unfavorite genre yeah it's very violent oh okay that does remind me of a show I did watch through like this was like my late at night one I didn't put it on here but I forgot I watched this show on Netflix called Norseman okay and it's sort of like you know it's set it's set during like Viking times in a like Viking village mm-hmm 
And it's like kind of it's made by like an all like Norwegian or all Scandinavian okay. crew and, and people, but it's in English, you know. But I guess they shot it simultaneously. Like they would do one take where they did English and then another take where they did it like in Norwegian or whatever. Okay. Anyway, so it's very like you know it authentic. It is. I almost like when I saw the first episode, I almost thought, oh, Janelle should watch this, but <laughs> it's way too violent. Like you would hate it. But it's because it's it's in the Viking village. It's very much follows. Like I think there's a lot of research that went into it but also it's like totally like a spoof at the same time yeah it's almost like monty python you know like like except not quite it's a little more grounded than that almost realistic but also like so you know because they'll talk about like oh we're going on a raid today and then as they're like murdering people they're like talking about oh i can't wait to get back and do this you know (laughs) like it's all casual but it's it's very not recommended for anyone that 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 could not handle violence or anything like that well but there are parts that I think you would like. Yeah. So, but you know who is the lead of Ozark? Yeah, Jason Bateman. Which I did not know. So. I, I watched trailers for it and it seems a little dark for my taste. Yeah, because she like compared it to Breaking Bad. Yeah. And sorry, guys. We weren't into Breaking that Bad. That was not my We favorite. gave it like the whole first season, didn't we? No, I think we watched like five <laughs> or six episodes and we're like, okay. And everyone was like, no, you just got to get past this episode. And then we'd watch a little more and we're like, it's not, it's not for me. Yeah. That's not for me. This one is way more like of a comedy, but I don't think you'd like it for, you could watch it the way, like, you know, where you just like, re, like look at your phone or whatever while you do it. But yeah, you definitely wouldn't want to look. Yeah, I've done that. I like shows like that. Well, we'll see. I anyway. had to do that, I think, with some parts of Hannah. Well, Daredevil, you definitely oh, did Daredevil, that, too. Oh, Daredevil. That's what I did it on. Yeah. Because Daredevil's really violent. But I loved the story. Yeah. And everybody was so sweaty. <laughs> yeah, especially the girl. I feel like she always... What's her name? Sweaty uh, and her nostrils. I can't... She was, they would always, always shimmering. Do up close on, like, sweaty faces. <laughs> yeah. That. That's most of that show. And, like, she always had, like, red eyes. It was not like glamorous at no, all. Like, they it was did very, that on which was great. I, I appreciate that, but it's also funny. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we watched Saturday Night Live, Wipeout, AFV, our standard stuff. We finished Hannah. I think we talked about that. I don't know. I think we talked about it last week. And there is no Bachelor episode of Wipeout coming up soon. I know. We got Blind Date. That's almost as good. Family? Family one coming up, yeah. No Bachelor for a few seasons. It's going to be a while, guys. <laughs> well, speaking of being a while, that's all we have time for tonight. Oh, my god! I predicted correctly at the beginning. It's going to be a shorter so episode. Great. We just, we, I need to get going, get ready for this trip. So we got to cut it short. And for those of you who are keeping track, we're not going to have another episode until after spring break. Yeah. So... We may record some stuff over spring break, but we're not putting it out for a couple weeks. So we're going to have a couple weeks off. Take some time. hopefully this got you to your destination or through your chore. Hopefully so. So. And if you need your Mandarian Orange Show fix, keep an eye out on our Facebook page. Just look at your Facebook, like, at all times. Because we will be going live at some point to do a little Mandarian Orange Live. It'll be from a very cool destination, because that's all we're going to. That's all we're going to is cool places. So. It's going to be great. Yay. Yeah, I have, you know, I've got my little 
on my computer when it like goes to sleep and you wake it up and then it has like a little screensaver or whatever mm-hmm. that pops up and it's just random from whatever windows you know yeah within the last week like three or four of them of these beautiful shots have been places we're gonna go yeah it's pretty great just canyon lands came up today canyon lands looks amazing pretty awesome it's gonna be so great i'm so excited and i can't wait i also can't wait two dates okay i have to tell one more thing i know that we said we're closing it out and we are but we have to say, I forgot, something we're going to do and I don't want to forget is that tomorrow Audrey's going to be presenting mm-hmm. this thing that she wrote and mm-hmm. it's so phenomenal. Uh, like, I don't I don't know how to like, we're not going to like share it online or anything because it's her writing and stuff. But yeah. they, they're doing this thing called a knowledge fair, which is like a science fair, except instead of just about like science, they're pre- yeah, they can present arts and sciences and things like that. And so for Audrey, she did... A realistic fiction and historical histor- fiction. realistic historical fiction, and she wrote it about refugees in the Sudan, which is a country in Africa, and it's it's phenomenal. Like they read a story about the boys, like they called it the Lost Boys of Sudan, and Audrey wanted to tell the story of like what from happened the to the girls from the girls' perspective. So, so she, she did, did all, all this research, all this research, and then wrote this incredible story. It's like. It calls back to that thing that we talked about with Turning Red, that she was able to have empathy to look through someone else's perspective. Audrey's not from the Sudan. Uh-huh. She's never had to deal with anything remotely as stressful as being a refugee or, no. you know, I mean, and and yet she was able to, like, to really do research and to it. help to, to share a story like that. Like, yeah. And it doesn't mean, you know, she didn't say, like, oh, this doesn't relate to me. I don't want to tell this story. She she, she looked at someone else's perspective. That's good. It's pretty great. I'll, I will just say this. If she is as writing as good as this, <laughs> when she is in seventh grade at 13, like, she's going to surpass me. I, you know, I have think of myself as a writer, and I've done some writing in various <laughs> things. And obviously, like, have never taken it super far. But I like to write. Yeah. Audrey is... On beyond, she's just incredible. It's very professional. It's it's phenomenal. That child, our both of our children. If we haven't said it enough, <laughs> we're very proud of them and amazed by them. Like they're going to do incredible things. They already do. Yeah. So we get to see her at her knowledge fair tomorrow. And I just wanted to mention that in case we forget about it because we've got the whole spring break and we'll forget because it's happening right beforehand. But that still brings us in at a pretty short time relative Yay! for our show. So thank you guys so much for listening. We love having you guys along on our journey of storytelling. And hopefully you guys have a fantastic break. If you get any kind of spring break, hopefully you guys enjoy it. If you do get to go somewhere or relax, some do something, please let us know by writing to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Tell us what your plans are. If you got some travel, some relaxing, mm-hmm. maybe just reading a good book. We'd love to hear about it. We would love to hear about it. And happy uh, 18 years? It's our wedding anniversary. Yeah, it's 19, though. 19? 19. On, on our spring break, it'll be our 19th wedding 19 anniversary. 19 years, guys. Yeah, next year's 20. We're definitely like in the veteran club. No, we're still newlyweds at heart. <laughs> We're, We're still sitting fresh. here holding hands. We are holding well. hands on the couch as we do it. Snuggled <laughs> right. up together. You got me squished up against the arm of the couch, <laughs> laying on top of me. 
That's how it goes. Yay! We'll be celebrating our anniversary during our break. We will. What better time to celebrate? Yay! All right, dear listeners, thanks again, and we will see you next time. So, for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.